0: Everybody, and welcome back to Trophy Talk Podcast. This is episode 33 of the bi-weekly Trophy Hunting Show. I am one of your hosts, Colin Kolhoven, joined by Daryl Fuimano this morning. How are you doing today? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ouch. Just don't worry about it, Daryl. <laughs> don't, don't worry about it.
1: <laughs> hey, it's all good. It's pretty early, not our usual recording time, so it's all good.
0: Yeah, I was I was up a little later than normal last night as well, given that we had to start early. Like I was up till like one, so I had like a solid six and a half hours of sleep, which is a little less than normal for me. So I appreciate your patience. There's probably going to be a few hiccups this morning. So thank you for joining me. Oh,
1: good brother.
0: We're also joined by the illustrious <laughs> Eli Downing. Eli, how are you this morning?
2: I'm glowing.
0: <laughs> I'm bringing it back. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm a little tired too, just because of the. I've been working a lot lately.
0: Yeah, the solid ten hour shifts. Am I right?
2: Yeah, mm. and so starting early is not ideal.
0: For sure. But. Well, do you guys have any fun relaxing plans for the weekend then? Because Daryl, you're doing the the ten hour shifts too, correct? Or no? Are he you keeps
2: not- dropping in and out. Of the call. Interesting. But he's he's just a, he's on the super early shift.
0: He's on the super early shift. Okay. Yeah. So that's not the uh, yeah. that's not that's the ten. Hour. Three a.m. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. The Three a.m. That's a, that's crazy. I was talking with Stephanie about this a little bit the other night because neither of us have ever worked a graveyard shift before, mm-hmm. or like the middle of the night one. I guess like Stephanie's worked a couple jobs where she did the swing shift. Um, and I've only had that one time before when I used to work at a fish lab at Duke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty pretty random like i um they they kind of gave you some freedom to set your schedule a little bit. Like they're like you have to come in in the evening shift, but if you come in between like three and eleven or four and twelve or five and one, we don't really care, right. So I was like, all right, what's the soonest that the evening shift, quote unquote, begins? Because that's when I'm going to get there so I can get off at like mm. 11. Uh, gotcha. But yeah, I, I I feel like graveyard shift would be so crazy to try to work like the middle of the night.
2: One, yeah, one that, well, like a true graveyard that starts at like, a, like 11 at night or something is, I feel like that's super bizarre. I've never had to do that. Yeah. But I've done like the 2, 3 a.m. Stuff and it's at least where we work, I think it's kind of nice because like nobody's there in the morning, and so like your day is half done when like you're actually like people start arriving, you're like ready to go home, right? (laughs) It feels good,
0: yeah. No, that's wild. I I don't know. (laughs) I feel like it'd be like none of your life overlaps with like most of the other people in your life, so it's like when they're asleep, you're awake, when you're awake they're asleep you're never free at the same times like nothing is open like what are you supposed to do get off at like you know middle of the night or like and just go to like the the car shop and get your car repaired or go to the I don't know, it's just very weird i think it's a strange notion yeah know
2: some, some people that work that like the true graveyard actually really like it because they if it works for their their lifestyle but you get off and it's like 6 a.m and like mm. you can go get breakfast
0: yeah that's and, true like,
2: that was like always the yeah i feel like
0: kinda... i feel like todd has talked to me about this before
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's who i was referring to
0: yeah oh, for sure for sure who likes
2: it like if i didn't have a kid i wouldn't mind doing the 3 a.m shift
0: yeah i mean I, I, I guess if yeah. i didn't have like a partner who worked a more traditional hour that's the thing it's like if your significant other works like a normal hour shift and then you're on graveyard or swing it's like you just don't overlap ever
2: yeah that'd be kind of weird Unless you're trying to avoid your significant
0: other. Well, that's true as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am not, pound. though. I am not. <laughs> so, Daryl, what about you? Have you worked a, a swing before, or like a graveyard shift before?
1: Uh, I don't think I have. I feel like I might have done it when I used to work for a security company back in the day. But it's usually either been like morning or like early grave, like, you know, one or two in the morning. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I I can't recall ever doing like a ten to six.
0: Yeah, it's just so strange. Yeah, but people do it, obviously. So if you're one of those folks and you're a listener, you know, props to you. That sounds crazy. I feel like the adjustment would be the hard part. You know, the first couple weeks you do it, if you're coming from a more traditional shift, to so then go and do that, that would be really really hard. But
2: yeah, I had a I had a neighbor. I believe, uh, he. He worked they had rotating shifts. So this is in Pennsylvania where uh the steel was really big. You know Reading Railroad. It's oh, on yeah. uh yeah. where I'm from. So that's on the Monopoly board. Just wanna, just wanna call that out. <laughs> Do you always Pretty go pinned. for
0: it first on the Monopoly board?
2: Pretty pimp. I don't play Monopoly, but I would. Okay. Okay. Um but so <laughs> there's uh the steel was really big and so like the 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 railroad took all the steel and stuff. But anyways, so he worked at the steel at the steel mill. And they rotated shifts, and I feel like it was every week. They rotated.
0: That's pretty nuts. You don't get any. If time not, to it adjust. was like every
2: two weeks. But yeah, so that adjustment was just totally fucked. Like you work like six to six to two thirty. The next week you'd work two to ten thirty, and the third week you'd work ten to six thirty. Like how fucked is that?
0: Yeah. No way. That's a good way to get people to quit.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> if that's what the strategy was, it probably worked pretty well. Holy shit.
1: Yeah, I, re- I remember when <clears throat> when I first started working with you guys, we did have like that morning swing shift uh format. But like I, I was on the like the first rotation where I had to work swing. So a lot of us were looking forward to coming to the day shift. And I know the day shift wasn't really excited about going to the swing shift because I, I could see it in their faces. Yeah. Um, but, like, maybe, like, the week on the new rotation, everybody was on the morning shift. <laughs> 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 I'm like, wait, what? That's not fair.
0: Yeah, that's pretty ridiculous. Oh, my gosh.
2: <laughs> that's one of the big bummers at work is people like to, like, make sure everybody else suffers as well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we, you know, we, we've we talked about our work a little bit before on the show. We obviously are not going to go into into too much detail about specifics, but... I will say, I, and we've talked about this a little bit before, you know, like the bulk of our team starts at 6 a.m. or earlier now, but traditionally, let's just say, let's call it 6 a.m., right? But I don't really understand why it's not 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. to Graph 4.30 it. or 5 or to whatever. But yeah, but that's everyone else deals with that. That's the normal working hours. <laughs> it's, and we're just arbitrarily like, yeah, it's 6 a.m. Yep. 6 eight, you got to be here yeah. at six. Yep, go to bed at eight. Eight, go to bed at eight the night before. If you want a full night's sleep? Get up at four thirty four. Yep, it's like yeah, what we, the hell? Like you guys never actually... heard the song nine to five? That's normal working hours, dude. <laughs> it's like it's so strange. Yeah, I always like
2: I always thought that was weird because I've never really heard anybody works nine to five.
0: I've heard, but it is more like the most business common. Setting, but yeah, go ahead.
2: Yeah, just like even most people start by like eight.
0: Yeah, and, and even that would be more normal. Like, eight's when we expect people to be there for school, for the most part, for other things like, you know, or like 8.30 to something, but I, I, I don't problem know. Is,
2: the problem is, if you start at 8, like, school's over before 4.30, so. It's true. Like, you can't, like, drop off and pick up your kids.
0: I totally but get that. But
2: we, we have tried it before. Mm. We did try it before. Okay. We did, uh, we started at 7, and we started at 8 before. Okay. People hate it.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I guess in in some sense, you got to go with what the majority of your folks find to be better, you know. So if a lot of people yeah. have kids and they gotta be there to pick them up, then totally, it's just it's you a problem a rem- that everyone has to deal with at other jobs too, but they don't start at six, right? Like right. every other people have kids in all sort of professions, but they work eight to four thirty, nine to five. Yeah. You know, it's like all right,
2: sucks, sucks for them.
0: I think it. I think it's something to do with the fact that it's like a production based. Uh, environment as well so there's sort of mm-hmm. this like notion that's like we got to get you know we got to fucking get the rubber to meet the road right <laughs> right away in the morning <laughs> like we're starting at 6 a.m it's like oh my god uh, yeah and the,
2: those people aren't none of them are our salary so there's none of the like right i know like the you office people can kind of <laughs> just like oh like i've disappeared for the day
0: <laughs> before
2: all the traffic hits yeah so, yeah, they it, yeah need to make sure they're out before the traffic. Yeah, no, kind absolutely. And if shit hits the fan and there's overtime, then they can still, like, yeah. Because some people live pretty far away and it takes them, like, it can go from a 30-minute drive to, like, over an hour.
0: Totally. Yeah, that, I mean, that happened to me yesterday. So, with the new move, I can get to the office in 35 minutes. But yesterday on the way home, it took me an hour and 10 minutes because the traffic, like you're saying. And for me on the way home, it's basically three stop signs in a row. There's no traffic lights. So if it's backed up at one stop sign, it's going to be backed up at the next one and then at the next one. And it's a two, it's a one-way or one-lane road each way, right? So it's just like if you can just totally tell how it's going to go based on how that first stop sign at uh Calistoga goes, it's like, "Oh, well, I'm fucked now." <laughs> it's like yeah, it's pretty uh it's pretty interesting cuz it's it's only 25 miles for me to get to work, but it'll take me over an hour
2: for sure mm. on the way home i think that's the stoplight i flipped my motorcycle at is it yeah oh for embarrassing the three-way
0: yeah yeah
2: yeah the gas station yeah it was a pretty embarrassing
0: how do you flip you <laughs> flipped your motorcycle what do you mean by that yeah
2: me and me and blaine were practicing our wheelies up in the up in the cuts mm-hmm. and then we this he was going up the hill and i was going straight to go back to to home and we like <laughs> We like fist bumped each other, and I was like, cool. "I'm gonna pop a wheelie, watch this!" Oh and I God. totally, I totally looped it out, and the bike <laughs> like God. slid across the, the three way intersection where everyone's waiting to go. I had to like <laughs> run
0: <laughs> I had to, after it. I had oh, to
2: sorry, stand sorry, up. sorry. <laughs> yeah, I had to stand up and run around and look for all the pieces that flew off my bike. Like my my shifter flew off, my back taillight flew off, and I like picked them all up and had them in my like cradling them, and I'm trying to. Uh, shift my bike without a shifter to get out of the intersection oh it was so embarrassing oh man yeah, oh man
1: the phones out to record the whole thing
2: yeah he wish he would have it was pretty funny
1: anybody honk at you
2: no one guy was like how oh, are you all right because like one of my pieces went flying over to his car so i had to walk right over to where this guy's window was down and pick up a piece of my bike <laughs> and he's like oh hey, man are you all right i was like yeah 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 i'm good
0: like yeah, yeah just shred just good. shredding the gnar
2: just shredding the gnar i'm good <laughs> as i <laughs> limp oh, away and act like i'm not hurt
0: i got to get some video footage of that there's probably some on the uh, on like some of the poles around there or something there's some security camera footage <laughs> oh that's uh, yeah. that's some good shit right there good times Daryl, you, time. s- you said you've been watching a lot of movies and shows this week as well getting that relaxation factor going on so what what have you been checking out
1: uh i i checked out that uh invisible invincible show on amazon prime Okay. Um, that, I was surprised by how good it was, you know? I, I heard about it, didn't really think it'd be a show that would pique my interest, but I watched it, and after the first episode, man, I was hooked. I finished it like a couple of weeks ago.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's really good. It's only like eight episodes, but the season's been renewed for a second and a third season.
0: Who was it in the in the Discord that was really into that? Is it Prince that was doing some like write ups and discussions on that show as well, or was it someone else? I can't remember.
1: Yeah, Prince has some pretty uh in depth discussion with that show and I think Slugger was also the other person that had watched it too.
0: Okay. And it's the Robert Kirkman show, right? Or it's the same creator as The Walking Dead. That's like it the, is. the pull of it. Yeah, okay. Gotcha.
1: Yeah, it's the same guy. He doesn't hold back, man. If if you read it, uh, like the Walking Dead comic books, this is the same, but just throwing like superheroes into the mix.
0: Uh, yeah, I've actually never read any of the comics for the uh, Walking Dead franchise. I've seen the show like up through season seven or something like that. Like, I guess saw a decent amount of the show, and I saw uh, what was it? Fear the Walking Dead. I watched the first two seasons. And I think there's also another like Walking Dead spinoff now that I can't remember the name of, but that it just kind of ballooned into infinity. And I was like, holy moly, <laughs> like there's so much stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. The um the spinoff is Fear the Walking Dead, and that one's also a good watch too. Okay. I'm waiting for that to be available, like on Hulu, so I could watch it because I um haven't watched the latest season yet. Okay. So that, that's one I've been itching to get back into.
0: Yeah, I think the last I seen of that one was like they were they found like some giant hotel that was like abandoned and they were like holding up in this hotel. I don't know if it was in Mexico or like near the border or something. It was something like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah that was pretty early. I think it was like season two.
0: Yeah, okay. That sounds right.
1: And I think it's on season five or six, I believe. Jesus.
0: There's just there's just so much to watch slash play in so little time. <laughs> like there's just no way you can do it all i
1: know i that's why i I commend eli for just sticking with video games because i just feel like there's so much to do i just don't have enough time to do it all totally yeah
2: man i can barely handle the games dude
0: right i just yeah it's i don't know and it just seems like the releases have been coming out pretty quickly like like once may hit all of a sudden it was just like oh yeah now there's games that you're interested in colin here you go bunch of stuff for you to look at it's like shit dude <laughs> like mm-hmm. but i kind of knew that was going to happen and then the year would slow down for me again after that so anywho eli you been watching any more of that documentary series you were telling us about last time
2: oh, it's not documentary series it's that a documentary
0: rap. series you were telling us about <laughs> last time I may mean, watching any more of ken burns's dust bowl well, uh? never mind not he's a famous documentarian who did like four hour documentaries on stuff <laughs> uh. yeah yeah no, not I. Okay. All right. Well, that's fine then. Fine. You don't need oh. to get snippy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been watching Castlevania season four, which uh, I think I've talked about the show a few times before, but like, you know, if you're into it, you're into it. Definitely check out season four. It's really solid. And the thing that excites me the most about it is that it's the end of the, of the uh, series, they're like capping it right now. I think there is going to be a spinoff one if you're interested, but like I'm happy that they know when to call it quits. They're going to end it when it's still good before it overstays its welcome. Something a lot of other shows and and franchises could learn from. So I'm pretty happy about that. And uh, it's the same sort of, you know, style and directorial style as the previous seasons. It's really dark. You get a lot of character moments, but also some crazy action. So, you know, if you're, if you're looking for an adult cartoon slash anime that's like gothic horror themed and this is the one this is the way and then i've also been watching bad batch as well on disney plus which is like the new animated uh it's kind of like the clone wars animated series but it takes place after order 66 you know your star wars lore so it's like right after the moment where the uh clones and the emperor betray the jedi and you follow like a batch of clone troopers who don't have who didn't like Get there like shit, like kicked in and get like uh, brainwashed. So they're like, "What the hell's going on? Like, why is like everything? Why is everyone killing the Jedi and stuff like that?" So it's pretty interesting. Would recommend both of those shows to people. Can tell you guys are enthralled. You love that show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's... yeah. All right. I definitely
1: want to check that out.
0: Yeah, you should. You should. I mean, if you have Disney Plus, you might as well. It's like the alternating roll, like ro- roving door of like. um... You know, a Star Wars show and then a Marvel franchise show—that's like the whole reason you have Disney Plus. So, might as well check it out. All right. Um, any other topics you guys wanted to bring up at the jump? Any other stuff to start us out before we get into the typical run of the show for episode thirty-three? Mm-hmm. Anything else going once? I hope not. That's a no. It's <laughs> a no. All right. So let's uh, let's real quick get into our Patreon shout-outs here. Uh, and I am going to be having the privilege and honor of shouting out you fine folks who are supporting us over on patreon.com slash trophy talk podcast we really appreciate it of course we say this every time but you know it's a it's a wonderful thing to be able to have a a passion and a a hobby that people enjoy and uh, support you in, in doing so thank you guys very much for your support over there we've got of course slugger we also have Patrick Tebow, because we got the pronunciation correct, or Pat the Trophy Hunter. And, of course, a big thank you as well to Gary Cooper, and the Invisible Banana, who is quite visible right now, as we call him Mm -hmm. out. So Mm -hmm. thank you guys very much for your continued support of the show. It is much appreciated. And, of course, if you're over there on Patreon and looking at our perks and our tier system, you have noticed that at the Silver Tier and Up, you do get to submit questions to be read on the show. So we're going to go ahead and get into... Those questions. I'm going to ask Eli to read question one, please. To the group.
2: What's question and one?
0: Question one is going to be uh Gary's. Yeah. Or no, sorry. It's going yeah, to be G- Slugger's question. This comes from Slugger.
2: Okay. So, yes. Slugger's banger question here. Yes. Is what's a bronze trophy that you have earned that should have been a gold and why? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of those trophies that require an awful grind or are very difficult. Yeah, they only give you a measly bronze for completion.
0: Those measly bronzes. You know, what are we gonna do with measly them? Shitter bronzes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you for reading that out, good sir. And of course, thank you for the question, Slugger. What a banger. It's Lit Fam, buzzin', etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. So, uh, Daryl, what do you what do you got for or, okay. sorry? Sorry, bussin'. Daryl, what do you got for uh for an answer to this one? <laughs>
1: I'm going to have to go back to the Assassin's Black Flag trophy that I had complained about on the last episode. Committed oh, to the shit. cause. Mm-hmm. Uh, reached level 55 in multiplayer. That one was a bronze. And I feel that's bullcrap. I felt like with all the work and effort and time I put into that, it should be a gold. I yeah. think I was stuck on that for at least a month. And to be w- rewarded a bronze is... Um, that's lame.
0: Yeah, that's pretty lame. The reason that I can compl- I mean, I agree with you anyway, but I would say I completely agree with you because if you look across the board at like other multiplayer games and titles, generally speaking there is a trophy to reach the maximum level in the system, but it's almost always a silver at least, if not a gold. You know, like I'm thinking of like things like Call of Duty and its prestige system. Most of those games uh, at least recently, I do you have a trophy to prestige, but it's it's always a silver or a gold. So why would you have me reach max level in your game's multiplayer suite and give me a bronze trophy? Seems a bit ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it does. I, I think, like, the standard across the board, like, for any trophy that's tied to reaching a maximum level should always be a gold, if not a gold, a silver. It should never be a bronze. Right. I agree. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, That was just one of the two games I, you know, had gripes about. Friday the 13th was also another one. Uh, There's three trophies that are tied to playing matches. Uh, Play one match as a counselor, play 500, and then play 1,000 as the counselor. And that follows the same outline for Jason. You know, playing one match, 500 matches, and then 1,000 matches. Playing one match as either one gives you a bronze Okay. I feel that's reasonable. A camp counselor where you um, where you play 500 matches as the counselor, that gives you a bronze as well.
0: Uh, yeah, that's, you know, it should be uh, tiered relative to the amount of matches it has you play. So, if yeah, I agree. If they're doing a bronze for one, then the next milestone should not be a bronze as well. Exactly.
1: So they give that one a bronze, and then the one where you get 1,000 matches is a silver. But, you know, it should be, like, bronze, silver, and gold. Yeah, that a makes thousand sense.
0: matches, you're going to give me a silver? Ugh. Right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
1: yeah I mean, it doesn't really pertain to the question because none of these are gold. But, um, you know, I think one of them was a the silver. But, you know, it's a lot of work just for some bronzes, especially 500 matches for a bronze.
0: No, that's a ton. That is a ton.
1: And it's crazy, too, when you look at it, you have more odds of being a counselor compared to Jason. Mm -hmm. Because Jason, when you're in a lobby with eight other people, it's random who's going to be Jason. So your odds of, like, getting the counselor are, you know, way more likely compared to being Jason. So you're looking at, like, a longer time trying to be Jason. Sure. And they give you a bronze just because, you know... They're like, oh, okay, whatever. We'll give you a bronze.
2: <laughs>
0: right. Right. No, that's uh that's a bit ridiculous. I do not agree. Those are those are both great choices. Eli, what'd you have for this?
2: Uh so I was gonna I was gonna recycle a little bit and use father gas coin, but I did <laughs> I did uh <laughs> father Gascoigne, the bronze. first
0: the first main boss of the game should be a gold.
2: <laughs> well the first the first uh like easier boss can be a bronze but yeah cleric oh.
0: can be a bronze that's fine
2: yeah i mean but father gas going dude come on yeah anyways anyways we went over how how stressful that was for me in the last episode mm-hmm. so i went ahead and picked shopaholic from tomb raider definitive edition oh okay and yeah the funny thing about this trophy is that the true commitment trophy that has you reaching level 70 or yes, yeah, 70 level 60 in multiplayer is a silver okay and so then Shopaholic has you buying everything in multiplayer and you need to be level 60 to unlock everything to buy. So then you have gotten the silver and then you need to grind all the materials to buy everything. And then they give you a bronze for that. Ugh. It's bizarre. Ugh, like, my w- gosh. What kind of what kind of person does that? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, thank you. Like, oh, oh my God! Here's the
2: silver for getting to sixty, but now go grind all the materials to buy everything, and we'll give you a bronze for that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's come on, guys. You know, hire us to write your trophy list. Who's doing these things? Do you yeah. guys even understand what trophies are? I don't think so. I don't think they do. I don't think they get no. it.
2: No, uh, it's not buzzing. It's not buzzing. It's
0: definitely not bussin Buzzing. <laughs> <Bussin'> buzzing. <laughs> buzzing. <laughs> all right, I'll stop. I'll stop. <laughs> Sheesh. Sheesh. We're gonna get people just t- immediate. Turn it off. <laughs> get out of here. That's it.
1: <laughs> My guess behind that is like the people are putting the trophy list out. They're probably like so low on the totem pole that they're like, you know what, I I need the job. I don't really give a damn about trophies. You know, yeah. I'm just gonna randomly put it out there. Like this is gonna get a silver. That's gonna get a gold. You know, but they need to hire true trophy hunters because they know the value behind what needs to be done, and they can assign the appropriate trophy.
0: I mean, honestly, it seems like a simple thing where it's like you would just hire a contracted like person to come in and do your trophy list. You pay them for like a month to do it, right? Like you don't have to necessarily employ them full-time or anything. It just seems like, yeah, there's got to be a better way to, uh, to do this rather than being like, uh, we're just going to give this to a random person on the team who isn't interested in trophies or achievements and you know has a ton of other shit to do anyway which again we don't really know how it works but that's my assumption with some of these lists (laughs) so
2: yeah nowadays like with the internet trophy hunters are easily readily found you know some of them even have a podcast that would be willing to do it you know
0: right for sure i mean you could hire (laughs) all of us at, at a discounted rate you know you bring the whole team on we'll powwow we'll get it going we'll kaizen that shit oh my god don't don't do that <laughs> don't do
2: that oh man a little scrum going
0: a little scrum 5s you know what i mean a little agile oh god hate my hate myself all right yeah, so let's see my agile team <laughs> my answer to this question was uh a bit confused i would say because uh at first my mind jumped to mine leaving which we can't use because i've never earned that trophy daryl said he's really close though so he can use it soon this question comes (laughs) up again um so constellation prize is what i chose which is actually from black ops 4 in the zombies mode it's a pretty interesting trophy so what you basically have to do is get this special gun on a map on the uh the first main map in zombies you have to get like the the easter egg gun which already is pretty difficult you have to jump through a lot of different hoops and stuff like that to even get it then when you get it you have to shoot nine. you have to kill nine zombies with one shot So, unless you have an instant kill, which is kind of difficult to, like, plan for, you then have to train the zombies in such a way that they follow you, and there's nine of them in a line. And by the time you get—here's the problem. By the time you get the gun, you have to go through all these little mini steps and stuff like that that you're usually in a later round, probably round, like, 13, 14, 15. So, the zombies don't die in one shot anymore. So, even if you line them up and there's nine in a row, you get a headshot with this thing— You have to have an insta-kill most likely for it to work. And then the other side of it is, it's just a little bit glitchy. So I had to do it like three times before it popped for me. But uh, Mm. yeah, it's a bronze. I, 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 I do think it should be a gold just because it involves a deep knowledge of that map, which was one of two or three maps, I can't remember exactly, at the start of that game that they gave you. And so many of those trophies were based on zombies. So I was like, this one is... This is at least, it should be at least a silver, but for the purposes of the question, I'm going to say it should be a gold. And it still remains one of my rarest trophies on PSN profiles. So, yeah. Constellation Prize, Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Cool, nice. cool. Yep, yep. So thank you, Slugger, for that question. Very interesting one. Having us having us dick, dick through. Oh my gosh. Having us Jeez. dig through. Ooh, little Freudian slug. playing. Still playing. Little Freudian
2: yeah, you're playing cock still, I guess. Yeah. Oh my oh
0: my gosh. It's early, okay, folks? It's early. We started at six AM today for some reason, so um <laughs> All right. So let's let's get into the second question. And this one comes to us from the invisible banana himself, Gary Cooper. And he asks, if you could turn any game franchise into a TV show, what would it be? All right, so Eli, we're gonna start with you again. What would you do for your TV show? again yeah we started with you for question one.
2: Oh yeah, yeah that's you, right you son of a bitch. I was i was thinking <laughs> of something else <laughs> <laughs> so i think i would have to go with fall guys mm. i think that would be a pretty silly funny show they could come up with a lot of good good stuff
0: i'm uh, imagining a you know, teletubbies it, reboot skinned as fall guys <laughs>
2: competitive jelly bean
0: fuck it r- cage matches <clears throat>
2: <laughs> yeah, it'd be a good kids show.
0: It would be a yeah. cool kids show. You could also have just like normal, like adults dressed up in those bean costumes doing like American Ninja style stuff. <laughs> mm. You know? It's yeah, there. I guess you're
2: right. They already have it. It's kind of <laughs> like Wipeout, right?
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a bad answer at all.
2: No, nah, but that was that was kind of like a silly answer. Oh, okay. And I would also like have. I would also have to throw out the obvious one of like God of War. Yeah, but um. If I were to pick something more creative, I would have to pick The Surge. Oh, wow. Um, I like the sci-fi and the augmenting aspect, and I think that would make a really interesting show with the big corporation and big brother overlord thing going on. Sure. But I have not finished the game, and I don't know the story that well, but I just like those two aspects that I think would make like a pretty good show. Do you guys have any insight on having finished the game? Like what it would,
0: you know? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. How the right. big brother thing works. You're absolutely right and mm-hmm. that it would be a cool setting and story and et cetera. I, I think actually, you know, me thinking of my version of that show, I, I would actually not have very much combat in it at all. In fact, I would really start with, like, the initial corporation setting up and, like, you know, their hiring of their employees. And maybe you kind of hint at, like, some weird shit going on and mm-hmm. uh, one of the employees, like, is finding out too much and eventually gets, like, taken out by the internal security team or something. I don't know. Like, you could do some cool shit
2: that yeah, the culmination
0: yeah, yeah. of it would be like the start of the events of the game.
2: Yeah, right yeah, cuz there's that whole like blurry area in the beginning where you're just like you're waking up type right. deal. right? So it could yeah, it could lead to some good shows, I think.
0: Yeah, that'd be cool actually. And the story's really good for that game. You should go finish it at some point.
2: I would, but you know,
0: it's not part of the race. So. I, I
2: have so many I have so many movies to watch, you know. Sure, I just sure. I just can't do it all.
0: Yeah, that okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 okay. Whatever you say. Daryl, what about you? What would be your show creation?
1: Uh, Like for me, I think it, it really just kind of depends on like the medium that the producer or developer chooses to portray these video games onto the big screen. So like live action versus animated, I think that's like a really big component when it comes to doing video games because we all know how great Super Mario Brothers was um like the order 1886 <laughs> i i think that'd be a really cool live action movie or a tv show mm-hmm. um i think it'd be a really cool mini series because i think that game's really short i think that was one of the main criticisms for that so maybe like a five or a six part episode or series would be like a really good um like a show
0: sure yeah that's a good um, idea
1: yeah, I remember seeing that at E3. I remember seeing that. I, I literally thought I was watching the movie. And I, I think, Eli, you have played it, right? Yeah, it was, I liked it.
0: I played it as well. I just didn't platinum it.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, I, I think that would be a really good movie or a TV show. Uh, another one I think would be a cool TV show is Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid. There's just a lot of games that, you know, they can take from that series and kind of make a TV show out of it. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's, you know, I don't think they can go wrong with that. Uh, division would be a pretty cool one. You know, there's a lot out there that are, that's kind of similar to the division. I just like that whole apocalyptic aspect with, you know, the remains of humanity trying to survive, but also being, you know, at odds with other people that are taking advantage of the situation and for me, I sounds would like, love to what's that?
2: Sounds like real life right now.
1: <laughs> so people well eh, actually I take that back. People are shooting each other on the streets.
2: Yeah. Um Yeah, they definitely were a couple couple months ago. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um and Darksiders. I would love to see an animated version of that.
0: Yeah, that'd be Oh, cool. hell yeah. And,
1: yeah, that would be really dope to see an animated show on the Darksiders, just seeing, like, the, the four horsemen at it, you know, taking on the minions of hell
2: and stuff like that. And I would watch it really that. cool.
0: Yeah, yeah I was going to yeah. say, Eli might actually even be intrigued by that, or if they did, like, a Dante's Inferno one.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't have to play the game on the hardest difficulty to get the platinum. I would just have to watch the show
0: there's a trophy for it <laughs> <laughs> sign into uh, netflix I... on your ps4 and watch yeah,
2: yeah. minecraft story mode on your netflix i wonder if that we started watching that with my son but that'd be cool if you could like get trophies for that
0: is there a the story mode has a show on netflix
2: oh yeah dude oh. and you pick you pick you pick the what do you call that pick a adventure or whatever What's oh it's that? like choose
0: your own adventure yeah. yeah 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 i mean honestly if he likes that the uh the telltale games are pretty fun for Minecraft story mode season one. He, and doesn't li- he doesn't like it. The the games or the show? The show. Okay. Just kidding. He doesn't one. like making. <laughs> All right. All right. That's okay. We're not, we're not
2: there yet. We're not there yet. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep.
1: I would love to see Darksiders as an animated show just because, you know, certain, certain games are more tailored to like animation. Like Castlevania is a, a really good example. Um, that's it. I mean, it has some other obvious franchises like Assassin's Creed, The Last mm-hmm. of Us, Resident Evil and Halo. You know, a few of those are actually going to become TV shows at some point in the future. So Those yeah. were like my obvious choices.
0: I, I don't exactly remember when The Last of Us series is coming out, but it's like well on its way. And then Resident Evil has an animated series, but like not, it's like really good CG, you know, like realistic looking mm-hmm. CG coming out in July, which I'm excited for. Because that was going to be my answer was Resident Evil, but they're doing it, so I switched and I said Legend of Zelda, um, and doing something in the style of Castlevania in terms of just the art direction and everything, and really like having it be, you know, getting to know some of these characters in those games and some of the like the story and like the a little bit more about Hyrule and the environments because you don't really get a ton of just straight exposition dump in those games, like it's really just kind of like implied you know like oh here's a cool area like a cool civilization and here's a leader that i talked to and they gave me the bombs and then that's it i'm out (laughs) you know like you don't really learn anything about them i think it could be pretty interesting to to do it in the right way and then the combat could be fun there's big bosses um you know there's some creepy enemies and stuff like that and yeah uh, so i think a, a legend of zelda animated series would be really cool and i think they've done something like that before but it's been a while so bringing it back
1: I will watch that because i don't really know anything about the legend of zelda i've never played a video game on that franchise so it'd be really cool to kind of like get it introduced to it through a tv show
0: yeah definitely i mean it's and metroid i think would be another good one as far as like nintendo franchises go but it's funny man like zelda and i have a weird relationship and <laughs> not the actual princess like the games because part of me really likes zelda and what it does and the style of gameplay. And then part of me is like, I don't give a shit about these games. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like I don't have any nostalgia factor for Ocarina of Time or for Majora's Mask because I didn't have an N64. And I really feel like those were the ones that, like, for people in our generation, like, that made them a Zelda fan. And then I didn't have a Wii, so I didn't play Twilight Princess or Skyward Sword. Like, all I played was Wind Waker on the GameCube, which I, I did think was really cool, but it was very different from the rest of the the Zelda games before it. And then I played like the really old Game Boy Color ones, like the top-down, more puzzle dungeon crawler ones. And I thought those were cool. So I feel like I'm a bit of an enigma in the, you know, Zelda fan base or whatever. Like I tried Breath of the Wild, and I historically, we've talked about it, I did not like that game. And I think most people are like, that's a 10 out of 10 most amazing fucking gaming experience. It's like, it's good. Sure. It wasn't for me.
2: Yeah, you give a game a ten out of a ten, it's it's hard to, you know, for it to to stand on those, on yeah. those legs, you know.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. I agree. It's setting it up to be critiqued, right? Yeah. for you do for that, sure. Mm-hmm.
2: So, oh, what's so good about this? why is this ten?
0: Right, and I think I mean it's funny because I feel the same way with like Bioshock and Red Dead Two historically, both of which are like people Shitter tell me games. people tell me they're perfect games, and I'm like, if you're gonna tell me this is a perfect game you better be prepared to defend all the decisions that the, mm-hmm. like from gameplay to creative to writing, because I can point out flaws in all of those pretty immediately. You know, yeah.
2: if it's a 10 out of 10 and it's perfect there, you shouldn't have anything to defend. Right. It's perfect.
0: Exactly. I shouldn't have a gripe for you within the first hour. And yet I do with yeah. all three of those games. So yeah, just interesting, I think, but cool. So thanks for the, uh, the question there, Gary Cooper, invisible banana. Go check out his new emote in the Discord. Yeah. It's lit, fam. <laughs> banger. <laughs> okay, cool.
2: Actually, it's not a banger. It's a banana.
0: It's a banana. Right, right. But uh, it is It is a banger. It is. All right, let's get into uh, some sort of topics for the show. It's been an interesting week in terms of trophies and trophy hunting. We had a, a very big development in a game that we all know and love. That is all guys. Okay. Yeah. Now, (laughs) historically speaking, the sort of litmus test or, like, the, the, the big thing that, like, held up Trophy Hunters with this game was the infallible glitch. Or not infallible glitch, the infallible trophy, excuse me, which asked you to win five episodes in a row. And it was a gold trophy, rightly so, but that's incredibly difficult. I mean, if you expand that to any other sort of battle royale concept you know, win five matches of Warzone in a row. Pfft, wow. Okay. So it just, it gets pretty uh, hard. And that was the last trophy I needed. I know it was a lot of people's deterrent from really actually trophy hunting in the game and being serious about it. Well, it turns out there was a mid-season update and uh, it allowed for custom games to be created in which we could earn the trophy. What do you guys think about that in general? And then I kind of want to ask about your experience in in the, you know, in the Discord and on the game for those few days when it was live. Because it has been patched out as of this recording. So it's no longer doable. But what, what did you guys think about this whole thing?
2: I feel like the, <clears throat> the developers got a little bit of their own medicine. Because mm. they, they like to be trolls, right? And uh, they got trolled on, you know? They did. They probably shit in their pants. Like, oh my god, we just let all these people get infallible. Because, um we did a resident accountant in the discord did some math on infallible and uh right after the glitch it was at 2.75% on psn yeah and he's saying that was a full 2 1% increase in 2 days
0: yeah so which is pretty big pretty big
2: there's 250,000 owners of the game on psn profiles so that means about 2,500 people got it since thursday it had about <clears throat> 43 4,300 Achievers since the game's release before the exploit. And uh, so now, I looked the last night, it was at um, 9,735. So it more than doubled in Achievers. So his, his math was in the first, like, two days. Gotcha. And I checked it yesterday, and it has now, like, doubled. More than doubled.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. And, and um, for so context, I'm- it's still 0.1% for that Infallible and the Platinum on the uh, app version if you're just looking at average players yeah
2: yeah i'm surprised the platinum is still at 1.92 this is PSN profiles obviously right well not obviously but it's not the regular playstation network yeah um so it's at 1.92 and i know it will go up after like others finish off their last trophies like me who was missing 20 episode wins and Skrillis, Slugger, and Pat, among others who still need, like, race wins. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just interested to watch how this grows because it seems like many people missed out on this. Like, t- doubling it seems like a lot. But that's with uh, 250,000 owners that are on PSMP.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, that's that's not a lot of people. Sure. So, I did want to give quick big shout out to uh, Pat the Trophy Hunter for calling this out on discord and letting everybody know and if you're not in the discord we got the juicy news and the boosting partners in there to help you
0: yeah there's there's typically multiple people that are willing to hop on to multiplayer games and help you out with stuff which is Mm -hmm. which is awesome and uh yeah i mean as you noted you know that got this was discussed in our discord and pretty much that evening we had a bunch of people hop on to do it because we knew that it was going to get patched out soon. We know that, like you said, I think it's a really great point to bring up. This developer trolls people. They do not want you to earn this trophy in a in a glitched way. They want it to be incredibly difficult, almost impossible, I would argue, to earn legitimately. And mm-hmm. you know, they also they patched out the glitch where you could quit out of episodes. And the, when the game first came out, you used to do this exploit where you could win. If you won a, an episode, you got into the next one, you were going to lose, you could just leave and it wouldn't count against your streak. They got rid of that as well. So it's like they really want you to do this legitimately. Um, anyway, yeah, like you said, a really good point. They did get a bit of their own medicine. But, Daryl, I'm curious like, what you thought about just the overall pros and cons of this exploit. Because I, I we did talk a little bit about how you know, some of us felt a little guilty or maybe a little bit like, oh, this is kind of lame that this is how I'm going to end up getting this trophy. And the Platinum, for example, it, it was the last trophy I needed. So, it was a strange sort of feeling. But what do you think about the whole thing?
1: Yeah, so like the the day that, you know, this big news came out, I went to the PSN profiles um, forums just to kind of see how the community was receiving the news. I thought I would have seen like a lot of people ecstatic about it, you know, being able to get this infallible trophy, this one trophy that was keeping a lot of people from the platinum. But it, it wasn't what I expected. Like, a lot of people were divided on this issue. A lot of people were happy, which I expected. And a lot of people were up- absolutely upset about it, which I did not expect. Right. And, like, for me, you know, I'm just glad that, you know, this glitch w- existed because I would have never gotten this trophy legit. I think all three of us genuinely tried to get it legit. But, you know, Colin, you were probably the closest to it. At, at one point,
2: yeah.
0: But you know,
1: yeah. my skills weren't good enough. Well, what was that, Eli?
2: <laughs>
0: Colin, Colin technically got it. I would say. I uh, yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> yes. was, I would give it to him. I had a four streak at one point, legitimately, and a three streak, uh, twice. So yes,
2: that's, that's fucking bonkers, dude.
0: Yeah. So it was so, pretty yeah, close. Was like I, I didn't feel games. as guilty about it, but. Yeah, yeah.
1: That would have been ten games in a row. So
0: go go yeah. ahead, though. So I, Colin I didn't mean to was cut you pretty off. Pretty close. Yeah.
1: No, it's all good. It's all good. So like for me, I think we were all on the same page when, you know, if there's a glitch or an exploit that can be taken advantage of. You know, I say go for it. You know, that's on the devs end that the glitch happened. And especially if it's a glitch from the devs who like, like you guys have said, purposely trolled gamers and prevented them from getting the trophy by all all means, take advantage of that glitch because that glitch, you know, that's your opportunity to get it. Yeah. And like the only big pro that I kind of came up with, you know, the obvious cons that I thought of were just like a lot of people felt that, you know, their platinum was watered down just because everybody else was uh, able to get it with no effort. Um, But that, that can be like for any game, you know, any, just every game out there that's like we're extremely prideful of, and I feel like this is one that you know made people in the Fall Guys community feel some type of way, and I totally understand. You know, having to win five episodes back to back, you know, that's no easy task.
0: Absolutely, and yeah, you
1: know, being able to get infallible, do custom lobbies, doing it the cheesy way, you know, I can feel, I can feel people who might feel that type of way
2: but um yeah yeah
0: you think know. go ahead
2: i i i'm not a fan of the glitch i did it because i fucking hate fall guys <laughs> <laughs> I, I could care less but <clears throat> i do like you know this circles back to the whole devaluing you know platinums and trophies with like you know easy easy trophies so it is weird to see people you know jump on Jump on this when there's a lot of talk of like, you know, devaluing platinums when this is doing exactly that. I think the trophies are, you know, part of the reason that we collect them is for that remembering that super tough thing you went through and persevered through it and finally reached the end goal. And so now we just had all our friends jump off the side of the map. (laughs) So it's not really that like it doesn't it doesn't feel that great to get but i'm just glad to I, I was gonna leave fall guys at whatever percent but you know now i'm now i'm fucking stuck playing it which just kind of sucks too but <laughs> i, I want to bring it up the devaluing thing like, right you know because yeah. i think it's a couple of people on our discord well i think one person in on our discord got it legit and i couldn't imagine how they feel right now
0: yeah right right well they, they got it legit in a sense and i don't mean to devalue their experience but like you know they boosted it in squads in a server that was like very minimal player base in the middle of the night. So they could just match. Squad? Yeah.
2: I think they got it in season one.
0: Oh, we're thinking of different people. We're thinking of different. Oh, so people.
2: two people got it. Two
0: people have it. Yep. Yep. But you're right. Like doing it legitimately, I can't imagine how elated you would feel like, holy shit, you know, because here's my thing. It, I agree with you. It does devalue the platinum. And I agree that, you know, we need to put our money where our mouth is, so to speak with this stuff. And like, Really, if we're going to say that we don't want things to be devalued like that, then we're, we're kind of being hypocrites here by going for this. But this list is really fucking hard anyway, okay? And that's sort of my, like, way of rationalizing it to myself is, like, you still need to win 20 times, which in general in a battle royale game is difficult. You still need to get 20 first places in races. You still need to pretty much max out your battle pass they changed it a little bit now but you still like you still need to do all these things so the game is not by any means easy even if you take infallible out of the discussion what should have happened IMO is the developer should have seen the the their trophy was overtuned and I think they should have changed it to three wins and then not had it be exploitable in any way Mm. I think that would have been a fair compromise to me that's still difficult to do right but it is a lot more reasonable. Like mm. there's too much randomness in the game for you to ask someone to do that, to get that five win streak, you know, and obviously mm. people have done it, you know, of course, but like, it's not like you can just go in there with all player skill and guarantee that because you're better at the game, you're going to win. It doesn't work mm-hmm. like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, that's where I'm like, you know what, whatever. <laughs> like, I mean,
2: like, did you imagine if mind was just like changed? To make it super easy. No. Like it, it wouldn't be mine leaving anymore. No. Like it wouldn't infallible's not infallible infallible anymore. It's not that like talking point.
0: It isn't. No, you're absolutely right. Guess, it though. it was up there with one of the hardest trophies I'd ever seen and now it is mm. And the thing is it sucks is if you missed if you weren't on Reddit or on forums or anything and you sort of missed that this was happening or you're on vacation or something uh well, too bad, right? Like you're going to be you're going to be in trouble. So Yeah. Sol. <laughs> Your well, well, yeah, but it's yeah. Uh, it's interesting. Go ahead, Daryl.
1: Yeah, I know a lot of people on Discord were shitting their pants just because um, they realized that the glitch was patched. You know, a lot of people were trying to get the trophy like a couple days after the patch was implemented. They're like, "Yeah, we can't get it no more." So a lot of people missed out.
2: I do. Since we were talking about the devs and stuff, they they must have seen like a huge. A uh, huge jump in players,
0: yeah. At least for the like first, that. for the for a small amount of time, not necessarily well, yeah. sustained, right? Well, I guess you guys are now well, playing yeah. again to go for the other trophies. So,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Go ahead. What, what were you saying?
2: That was what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. That was, <laughs> everyone's <laughs> still. Everyone's <laughs> still playing it because, like, I was. I gave up. Like, it was it. I was done. Yeah. I didn't care, and now I have to get a couple more wins to get the twenty wins in the platinum. Like,
1: like for people who are you know, upset about, you know, the infallible being accessible to everybody. For me, I'm at like eighty percent. I still have to get like two of the other tough trophies that I'm having a difficult time with winning twenty episodes and then winning twelve twenty first place wins. Like that's still challenging for me. I can barely yeah. win the episode, let alone get first place. So it is still challenging.
0: Exactly. But
1: one of the harder trophies is out of the picture for me at least,
0: yeah, I think that's exactly my my point, Daryl, is that it's you have to take into account the rest of the list and the rest of the list is still challenging, regardless of if infallible is was glitched and you know easily obtained and of course that is that was no doubt the hardest trophy on the list. We've said it's probably one of the hardest trophies we've ever seen, but again twenty first places in in a race when something is in its fourth season. There's way more map variation now. There's way more people who play regularly and are better at the game now. And you still need to get 20 wins overall in a battle royale. That is a tough ask, no matter what the type of battle royale is. So
2: I oh, don't know. I don't know if it's that that tough.
0: It's pretty tough, man.
2: I think going. <clears throat> so other people would have yeah, it otherwise. Did, There's so I many people. that did play it a lot. It. I think a lot of people didn't play it enough in the first season, I would have to argue. Mm hmm. Because, like, just me getting to level 40 in the first season, I got everything else except 20 wins. Same. I actually had everything. that would just come over time.
0: I mean, what have we always said, though, guys?
2: I don't think it's that difficult. Yeah, like, you're probably going to mention is the, like, getting in when online trophies start.
0: Yep, exactly. Mm
2: -hmm. So
0: word to the wise. And that's going to come up again later when we talk about what we've been playing. So just keep that in the back of your mind.
1: i I do love the fact that because the news came out it was probably like the biggest gathering of like trophy hunters coming together to try to get this uh trophy and like even ps5 uh, trophies did a stream you know doing private lobbies with community members so that was pretty cool
0: yeah that was cool Um,
1: i can't really recall a time where everybody was just fixated on this trophy and now the glitch was available. You know, everybody was on it. That was probably like the only time in recent memory where, you know, this one trophy had everybody playing the game.
2: Yeah, it was pretty, that's pretty wild. That's pretty cool.
0: I mean, if that doesn't Uh, show developers that trophies matter and trophy lists matter, I mean, come on guys, pay attention to this stuff.
2: Yeah, I guess, yeah, I kind of bringing up them seeing like a huge spike in gamers, like, Mm -hmm. What do we say it doubled in players? So twenty forty-three thousand achievers, now there's nine thousand. So like are are the what is that? One sec. So like seven thousand people, are mm-hmm. they really that important to them? When the game yeah. sold like millions of copies?
0: <laughs> yeah interesting There's point. Seven
2: thousand people playing it now. i don't know point. i don't know if that spike i brought up is that important i don't know
0: well that yeah yeah i, I see what you're saying but they do have you know community managers on reddit etc that are going to be looking at the posts about the game for those few days and so they will undoubtedly have noticed that it was a thing and obviously they're heat mapping mm-hmm. those trophies that's the whole reason it got patched out very, very quickly yeah. after the fact so mm-hmm. they are paying attention to it Yeah, but I see what you're saying. It's a good point. Yeah. Relative to the overall player base, but... Yeah. I also feel like I've been fucked over by glitch trophies enough times that I am going to take the exploit when it works in my favor this time as well. (laughs) Yeah. So...
1: I mean, the good thing about it is that the developers were actively, like, paying attention to this game. Mm -hmm. You know, seeing what the community wanted, you know, they gave us squads extreme mode is out too i actually like that mode so they were actively trying to give us infallible but the glitch happened so what i i do like about it is that the, they were actively involved and, yeah you know that's like not common with a lot of developers nowadays oh, just they'll push not. the game out and then like that's it if it's broken we don't care if there's something you don't like we're not going to fix it that's kind of like the bright side to, to this whole thing they were kind of trying to help us out but you know they were still not willing to bend to give trophy hunters
0: <laughs> yeah i mean know. squads definitely makes it easier for sure uh, than doing the solo uh hunt or whatever for the wins they, yeah they, they did throw us a bone with that and it, it's interesting because we can go back to our episodes when the game first came out and i remember distinctly us saying this game is not going to really it's a flash in the pan sort of thing it's not going to be around for a long time I, I didn't oh. expect the support for the game to continue after season two, really, and we're on season four, almost five at this point. Clearly, I don't enough think people are still playing it. I
2: don't think it's that doing that great.
0: Well, I think it, it must be for them to continue to do season updates, right? Like they're going to put out their fifth season here relatively soon. So, I feel like they
2: they have to, or really will die. Mm, I see. I, I mean, see. how many people were playing it like before this exploit?
0: Well, the th- the tough thing is you're we're looking at metrics on PSM profiles. We're not including PC, and most of the folks that I see playing in my games are on PC. I don't exactly know how that works, right? It's really hard for us to say what the total numbers are. We can say I mean, how many people are doing it on a very specific trophy hunting website, which is live not right the now gamer, is two hundred thirty
2: one thousand eight hundred six.
0: On what? On PC?
2: Live right now.
0: How do you see it? Is it in the game? Player, player oh interesting okay cool cool
2: i would like to see what the numbers were a month ago
0: yeah interesting
2: what month was a month ago um june april april April? yeah see if we can find it i'm gonna live fact check dude
0: sounds good well let's move on though while you do that because we've been we (laughs) spent a lot of time on fall guys so what you look into that and let's move on to the next discussion which is our trophy list review for this episode and has is becoming tradition we're, we're going to be looking at another PlayStation Plus offering for the month of May. So we are going to be talking about Stranded Deep. Daryl, what uh what's your lem- your preliminary thoughts on this game? I saw you got a decent amount written down in the show notes. So what's give me your kind of general overview.
1: Uh what kind of stood out to me is that a lot of the trophies are um they have a, like a them- thematic uh concept behind them so a lot of them have to do with like survival uh, exploration hunting things crafting things you know everything that you would need to do to survive there's a lot of stuff in the trophies that's tied to that theme right so like some of the the really catchy trophy tiles i found are like fisher friends um a little less lonely. That's where you find the volleyball, you know. Oh, yeah. They're... Reference to <laughs> <Yeah>. castaway. <laughs> uh Call Me Ahab. I think that's like the one trophy and probably the Hunter of the High Seas where you have to collect the sea monster trophies. That would probably get me to play this game because I like to like take on those side quests where you take on like legendary a- animals or bosses, things like that. So that's kind of like what would bring me into the game gotta craft them all that's pokemon and put the engine in engineering i actually chuckled at that one when <laughs> i took a look at the list <laughs> so i i do like that this trophy list has a theme to it it's really cool especially since this game it like the focus of this game is survival i,
0: I liked the uh there's another one on there that i want to call out the two of each obviously the reference to like noah's ark where collect two of each land animal on your raft and sailed into a storm kind of funny that's pretty funny. I don't know yeah. how many animals there are, though, so that could turn from funny to real fucking annoying real quick. Um, yeah. <laughs> On a raft? <laughs> On a raft, yeah, yeah, I don't think a it's
1: much. I, I would say it's probably like somewhere like 10 animals, maybe even less. Okay. It's not much. Because I thought it was is a lot. Sea
0: creatures, I would assume for this mm-hmm. game.
1: Yeah. Like, you even have to like. Get birds, but I think you can, like, add that to your inventory, which is strange. <laughs> so they're not oh, actually weird. on the raft. Oh, They're okay, probably, okay. like, tied to your belt buckle or something. Gotcha. A little cage.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, the setting for the game is one of the more appealing things about it because, you know, survival games are a dime a dozen nowadays, I feel like. But typically speaking, they're kind of in the woods or in the mountains or whatever. I mean, this is a very not tropical setting but it's you're on the ocean and you're island hopping between really small little environments and mm-hmm. you're relying on the sea and like everything that comes with that you know you have to boil water to drink it you don't just find water bottles you know those those kinds of like things from what i've yeah, heard think... it's a very difficult game go ahead sorry
2: i was just, i think that's really cool it is really because cool yeah that's like the the horror in it, right? It's like, oh stranded on a desert island, but all these like survival games are like you're in the you're just in the woods. Right. Like Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because the forest really it gets its tension from the fact that at night these cannibals come out and chase you and try to kill you. I don't mm -hmm. believe that there's any mechanic like that in this game. I could be wrong because I've admittedly not played it, but I feel like it's really just hardcore you against the elements, and that is where the tension in this particular survival game comes in.
2: Yeah, it's more realistic sim of survival,
0: right? And I think the the color palette and like the environment of being on an island and out at sea is a little more appealing to me than being in the middle of the woods, as far as the survival game goes. I, I think it looks interesting, and the distribution is good. To touch on that real quick, you know, you've got 5 golds, 10 silvers, 20 bronzes, so everything just scaled up times 2. And, mm. you know, not an absurd amount of bronze trophies. It does appear that this one is going to take you a couple playthroughs or at least one very long playthrough. I'm not quite sure how it works where it's like if you get to a certain day count, the game ends and you've completed it, or if you have to do different tasks to, like, get rescued. But let me give you an example, right? So you have spent 10 consecutive days without eating meat. Okay. Spent 10 consecutive days on one island. Haven't slept on land for 10 consecutive days. So these are mutually exclusive things. Went 10 consecutive days without eating a fish, right? Et cetera, et cetera. So you can't do all of these. You can't stack them in a lot of instances. So you're going to be going for specific ones, you know, individually, which means that your your playtime is going to be really long, like I said, or it's going to be multiple playthroughs. There, there's a gold for surviving for 20 days. Is a gold trophy. So since all those aforementioned ones are ten day increments, like that makes me think that maybe the game is not more than twenty days or something like that. Like maybe you just have to survive long enough. I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah, I think
1: in yeah. game time, I think one one minute is one real life second. So time goes by pretty fast in the game, if I remember.
0: Yeah, in the forest, it was like about twenty to thirty minutes for one day of in game time. It actually took longer than I would have anticipated. Like, you'd play for a few hours and be like, ah, oh, it's been, like, three days in the game? That's crazy. Like, I got to get to 100? <laughs> like, you know, like, so it's uh intense. But, Eli, what do you think about the list overall?
2: I did, I wanted to point out the, uh. Well, I'm lo- I I was looking up how long it took to beat. Okay. And it says 17 hours. Completionist is 45 hours.
0: So okay. That's not horrible, though.
2: Sounds like a couple of playthroughs.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Or like, yeah, because if you're surviving for 20 days and you can't eat fish for one, you can't, like, I guess you could do 10 days without eating fish and only meat and then do the next 10 days with only eating the opposite.
0: Yeah, it it might be one of those things where you get set up and then the first few days you don't worry about that stuff until you get, because there's trophies for planting, like, crops, right? So it sounds like eventually you can have an island that's a bit self-sustaining and you don't need to hunt or kill Mm -hmm. animals so you could do that for like your second 10 days or something yeah what's the goal is
2: it are you supposed to get someone come and pick you up in 20 days
0: yeah that's what i mean i'm not sure how it works for these type of games i've never beaten a survival game ever so i don't really know what the typical
2: you gotta get to the ender dragon duh
0: yeah (laughs) right right
2: (laughs) but i did want to point out that the the t- completing the tutorial is only at 44.9% on PlayStation.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Right.
2: Pretty bad. Pretty low. Pretty <laughs> low.
0: It's pretty low for a tutorial, tutorial dude. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Maybe people just are a bit intimidated by the game. You know, I, when, when it initially was announced as part of the free games with PS plus for May, I was hearing it was pretty hard and and again at the exact same time that it was announced the forest was on sale for 799 so i don't want to keep bringing that game up but i i do think people who maybe had an itch to try one might have gone over and done the forest instead let's see what else we got here i wanted i there's one other note i had for stuff to talk about oh have you ever seen so many seagulls i thought it was a pretty funny trophy as well <laughs> find yourself surrounded <laughs> by a flock of seagulls so i'm i'm just imagining you like going and sitting on a beach somewhere and then like just putting like dead fish on the ground around you or something and letting them all like flock to you kind of unclear but that's the highest gold they got it is (laughs) thirty-three percent yeah the uh, maybe it's easier
2: maybe it's easier than that (laughs) it's a pretty funny one though for sure
0: the hard part in these games always comes down to what are the crafting recipes like Mm -hmm. can you memorize how you're supposed to make things is there a guide for it you know in the forest a lot of the times i ended up having to just look up shit because i was like i don't know how the fuck to make A bow and arrow you know like how am i supposed to just randomly like combine things until it works and you know this whole minecraft generation they're gonna know yeah it was like but it was weird it wasn't like string uh stick and something else it was like three stick two string two cloth duct tape it's like what like and you had to individually add those you couldn't just be like i'll add sticks you had to be like how many do you want to add and it it would like tell you if you were successful or not in crafting something it's really weird
2: yeah, that's f- in Minecraft. Like you, there's like the old school way, where you have to like put the certain materials in a certain in the nine by nine grid or three by three grid,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and like in creative mode, you can just click on the item, or even in survival, one you have the uh, it tells you everything you can craft and gives you the recipe, and if you have that stuff in your inventory, you can just click on that item and it goes into your inventory. Oh, weird. Um, okay, so. Yeah, but yeah. So, but my son decides he wants to like I don't know, he wants to learn the crafting or something and he like looks at the recipe and then goes to his inventory and like fills in the grid. And I was like the all all you have to do is click on the on the item and it'll go to your inventory. You don't have to put those blocks in there.
0: Yeah, what the hell? We're
2: like <laughs> yeah, but Bo, yeah, bow is like three sticks in a curve. <clears throat> uh and then the whole other side is uh uh string right or vice versa right. sticks go straight down and then the string goes in a curve around it but hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah it's interesting what the hell pretty funny yeah but i i know a few people um in the discord were talking a little bit about trying this game out because it is one of the ones that's eligible for the race points for this uh for this month so Again, if you're in the Discord, you want to participate in the race, we would love to have you. Come check it out and uh, maybe check out this game. I I don't personally think I'm going to play it because I already have the forest installed, and I'm just going to continue with that if I want to play this type of game. But it does look cool.
2: Yeah, a tip for the race, though. Stranded Deep and Battlefield Five are both worth five points in our race because they're both under 0.9%. So yep. I feel free to check out Stranded Deep, but (laughs) I mean... My personal opinion would be to play Battlefield V.
0: Oh yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. If you're gonna pick one of the two this month to go for, I think Battlefield is the is the easier option. But of course, they uh, they are evergreen, right? So you can continue to play Stranded Deep in the coming months if you find that is more appealing than what June's offerings will be, which we won't know for. Let's see. Blah, blah, blah. Will it be next week, or is there another week? Out? Yeah, it'll be next week. We'll find out. Be, yeah. Yep. Gotcha, one more gotcha. thing
1: about the uh, the trophy list it It was a minor oversight i I couldn't believe I didn't see it when I was looking at it the um day ten where you survive for day or for ten days so the uh the trophy list follows the, the same pattern we've seen from other trophy lists where the artwork is the colored in the trophy uh worth right um so that trophy that I just mentioned day ten the artworks in silver but it's actually a bronze.
0: Oh, weird. I wonder if yeah, they changed the uh, the value of it after the fact. Yeah, I
1: don't know. Yeah. Oh, When I typically, like, look at the list, I'll go to the forums just to see if anyone, like, found, like, references to other things and stuff like that. And someone mentioned that, and I took another look at it. And I was like, oh, wow, I did not see that the first time. Hmm.
0: Hmm. That's a good thing to point out. I mean, yeah. it's weird because if 20 days is a gold, 10 is a bronze? Huh?
2: <laughs> but, it's color- but it's colored in silver.
0: Right. And that makes me think yeah. it was originally going to be a silver for that. And then there was going to be a bronze for like, you know, surviving the first day or something. Very weird. Mm-hmm. Very weird. That's the but-
2: tutorial trophy that nobody can seem to get.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, nice catch. Though. Wait,
2: wait. Skin a crab is higher than the tutorial. This- I guess that's probably part of the tutorial.
0: It's probably part of the tutorial or the tutorial okay. asks you to do very specific tasks. And some people are just like, fuck that. I'm just going to go off and do my thing. And so they yeah. don't technically complete the check boxes that the tutorial requires. They get on the island. I'm going
2: streaking.
0: Yeah, exactly. Which is what I would do.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: No, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> cool, cool. Oh, so I do have this update on the Fall Guys. Uh, Oh, yeah. Let's hear it. Player base, it looks like its all-time peak was at 172, which well, I think I just dismissed. But so this is like older data. That was more relevant back. Like season one. Like when it was popular. Yeah. Yeah. So in August 2020, uh, Fall Guys was at 12,000 concurrent players.
0: 12,000 or 12 million?
2: 12,000.
0: That's pretty low.
2: Yeah. Oh, no. So the 172 was August 2020. Okay. That was the peak. Sorry. But average early 2021, it was 12,000. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. In September. It was like cut in half from one twenty four thousand to sixty six thousand, mm-hmm. and then another sixty percent from sixty six thousand to twenty six thousand Jesus. Uh, and then November another fifty percent declined to the twelve thousand so dang it was at around twelve thousand players. December saw a little bit of rise that was probably season two with the snow stuff, yeah I'm guessing yep, So it went to, and that went to thirteen thousand <laughs> but yeah so it's yeah. it's pretty
0: low interesting
2: it's pretty dead
0: it's pretty dead yeah, huh
2: so out of the i guess out of the uh what was it like almost seven thousand people, so almost half of the people that were still playing it got it, which is cool,
0: yeah, that is cool if you stuck around you you're rewarded <laughs> <laughs> yeah huh well nice uh nice fact check on that I appreciate it it's interesting yeah. to look into. All right, let's uh, let's move on then to what we have been playing. Get into the uh, the meat and potatoes of the episode. We got a lot of show notes here, so let's uh, let's go ahead and start with you, Daryl. What have you been jamming on?
1: Um, I've been playing quite a lot. Yeah, Um, looks like I've been. (laughs) Yeah, it's been a lot, and I've been playing Killing Floor two.
2: Sheesh!
1: Yeah, that's buzzing, man. I've been. I wanted to play with the Eli a while back, but man, the game just didn't stick with me. So that's got a hard learning curve. It is, man. It is. And uh a guy I was boosting with, he's like, Hey man, I'm I'm really tired of Friday the thirteenth. You wanna play some Killing Floor? I was like, Yeah, dude, I still need that platinum. I'll play it. So ended up playing. He helped me get the collectibles. Um yeah, I was just mostly like welding doors, trying to slow down the Zeds from catching up to us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want a tip, just kill everything but one of the bloats. Yeah, that's what we did. We uh, oh. left him alive, but he's he's quite bit. He's quite fast for a big boy. You know, he was catching up every now and then, so I had to weld a bunch of doors, put some hurdles in his way. Yeah, um, I did cool. have a tough time with the survival mode playing as the Zeds and humans. Oh trash. Uh, It is. I was the patriarch and I thought I was a god like (laughs) um you know I'm getting like the like machine gun. You know, I got all these abilities I can do. Dude I got wrecked by a dude with a sword. The guy just ran up on me and just started slicing at me. Yeah berserker Yeah I was like dude this is dumb. This is dumb (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting trashed by a dude with a sword and I got a big minigun rocket launchers at my disposal. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that was just me playing it for the very first time. I really didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So um, I think I was going up against the people that had some more familiarity with the game than I did. But, I mean, it's fun. You know, I haven't played the FPS for a while, so it's it's good to transition every now and then between games because I've been playing, like, Friday
2: the 13th nonstop lately. <laughs> Feel, um, and Eli's probably stoked. Someone I... else
0: is playing Killing 14 No,
2: I feel a little bad. I didn't get. I didn't get invited. So you know, a little salty. <laughs> nah,
0: Shash, Shash, you're fine. <laughs> someone else you
2: get you the collectibles. I have collectible guides on YouTube, dude.
0: Yeah, check them out. North <laughs> Nah,
2: man.
1: <laughs> My bad. I, I mean, you can't hear me from all the way on your PC,
2: man. You know. That's right. I can't hear you from all the way up here. That's right. You're you
1: you've ascended beyond me. That's right. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I've also been playing Fall Guys as well. You know. Let's I've go. Trophies, so I figure i just try to get all the other trophies. Um, new Extreme Mode is pretty fun. I've tinkered with that for a little bit. Um, it's actually a better mode to go to than the other ones because you can get to the finals a lot quicker. I found that when I was in the full lobby... Maybe, like, after the first race, that 60-person lobby got cut down to, like, less than 20 people. So we were, like, in the finals by, like, the third round. Um, it's fun. You don't have to worry about doing any team games because I think in the extreme mode, all you're really doing is just the races. Because in the team modes, well, well, for the extreme mode, so when you respawn in, like, the other modes, you're able to come back and continue on with the race. In extreme mode, once you fall, there's no respawn. You're eliminated for good. So, obviously, you can't have any race game or team games because no one's eliminated. You just have to get to the finish line before the other team. Right. So, that's a good thing. So, you don't have to, like, get screwed over by, you know, a team game. (laughs) I still think of, like, (laughs) yeah, I still remember that one night calling where we were playing the uh, egg scramble, and we were, like, going to the third finale like this is what we were legit trying to get infallible we yep. were going to the third finale and we lost at the very last second because we lost a few eggs at the end
0: it's so stupid dude
1: Yep, it is so you don't have to worry about that in extreme mode some of the games that have been included in fall games are just trash yeah they're trash button bashers i don't um which one know is that? you guys have played I'm, that i
0: don't know if i played that one
1: So what they do is they take the remaining lobby and then they put them in like these, um, you know, these little arenas and it's you going up against another person. So basically, by the end of the match, that lobby is going to be cut in half and you have to push these buttons that light up and then you rack up points for every button that you you, um, bash. Okay, and I think there's also fans in there. That are next to these buttons. So like when you hit a button. It'll like turn fans on off. It'll a ramp will appear. A ramp will disappear. Stuff like that. So it can kind of help with traversing the area a little quicker. But like when I got to that finals twice in a row. And I could not figure out what to do. I got like absolutely trolled by somebody. Who was like getting to these buttons quicker than I did. He would just stand on the side of it. Cause he knew he had a really big lead on me, and he was just standard, just like, "Oh, are you gonna be coming anytime soon?" And as soon as <laughs> I get close, he jumps on it, and then That's it activates another. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> this guy! Ah. <laughs> That's right.
2: Oh man, that was good. That was, that was a good one. <laughs> sorry, to, sorry to interrupt, but I had to. Son of a bitch! God,
1: a, I mean, be, feel free to do it, man.
2: You know. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said too oh my god oh, guy. okay we're all right moving we're moving on, on moving on <laughs> uh, all right well i, I hope I, t-
0: I hope i don't encounter button bashers or the zero gravity hexagon if we uh yeah. if we end up jamming on that no no that, thank you
2: that a piece of
1: crap. that's a piece of crap mode too because i follow the same pattern where i'm like all the way at the very top i'm jumping between different hexagons But then like the people down below me are like taking out all the all the spaces so like by the time i get down there's nothing for me to land on yeah and like you can like literally jump from one end of the platform to the next it's really not fair because by the time you get to the very end there's nothing there so what it basically comes down to is who hits the the slime first Mm yeah there's really no skill involved it's just Making sure you're higher than the next person. Yeah, oh, that's lame. Yeah, it is. Well, hopefully it, we it, don't encounter yeah. that.
0: <laughs> I know. Hopefully,
1: yeah. I think that's just only in like the extreme modes. I'm. I can't be sure. I did encounter a few times. Um, I've also been playing Ghost of Tsushima. Um, this man, Eli, you gotta play this game, man. Colin, you too. I know, Eli, you have the game, Colin. I don't think you do. I do not. But, have some
2: reasons to wait
0: <laughs> milestones okay
2: no no it's
0: different <laughs> milestones milestones i'll probably
2: i'll probably go over it next episode okay since we're, gotcha. we're running short on time here gotcha can't wait to hear though
0: yep me too um
1: yeah playing playing it just a little bit man that's a that's a good game it's a good game and this is like one of the few games where Camera mode is fun to play around with because you can, like, mess around with, like, different shots and stuff like that. I've actually been doing that a lot more compared to other games that have included camera mode. So it's really cool taking some pretty nice shots.
0: It's oddly satisfying in some games. I I did it a ton in Assassin's Creed Origins as well. It's really fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is. Depending on the game, it can be, like, an absolute blast. Like, you can have a really fun time with it. And I've also been playing Friday the 13th. And this is my 39th platinum, man. 39th platinum. Let's
0: go. I'm super high.
2: <laughs> you got it?
0: Let's yeah. Let's go. It's been a year what? in the making.
2: No way, <laughs> I dude. I did. Wow. So That's insane.
1: Last night, I went to bed hella late because I was watching that new uh, Zack Snyder movie, Army of the Dead. Oh, yeah okay so i didn't want to watch that movie until i got the platinum but my wife was saying hey you know just come watch this movie and you know i didn't want to make her upset so i just went down to finish <laughs> it But my <laughs> mind was on this platinum like i was within reach but i had to put it on hold for an hour and then by the time i finished the movie dude, i was too tired yeah so you know this whole talk of us like working you know these early schedules in the morning i've been coming in to work at three and my body was just like not letting me sleep, dude. Like I could not remain in bed still. I looked at my phone and I was like, Oh man, it's four thirty. I think I can get the platinum before the episode. So I've been at <laughs> I've been up at four thirty, dude. It was like Christmas time for me, just like knowing that I I'm gonna be able to achieve that platinum soon. So I just like got out of bed, grinded out a hundred matches. So 100 matches is going to take you like four hours because I I was nonstop at 4.30 and I literally finished at 8.30. No way. 100 matches, dude. 100 matches in four hours. That's That's insane. Yeah, dude. It's insane. It was a lot, man. You got to go
0: and uh, take a nap today, though, before community night.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to need some food and then I'm going to take a nap.
0: There you go. Wow. Uh, Well, I'm very happy for you. That's a long journey, dude.
1: I know it was long and difficult. I wanted to play a bunch of other games, but, you know, this was the one thing that I wanted to get out of the way before I continued with anything else. Sure. And I had, you know, a bunch of great trophy hunters that helped me in the process. You know, I you know, i can't help but, like, shout them out because they're, they're the reason why I'm able to talk about this today, mm-hmm. you know? I can't, couldn't have done it without them.
0: Absolutely. I,
1: Add help from Stealth Kill one twenty, Lloyd Christmas, Ronin Zero underscore one oh one and Pangalang ninety. Those guys helped me out big time. So like I'm still gonna have the game downloaded just to help these guys out, get their trophies, cause you know, they definitely helped me out. And I'm able to talk about it today because of them.
0: That's incredible. What's the rarity on the platinum for that? It's gotta be pretty low, zero, right?
1: Zero
2: point one. Wow. Yeah, and it- even on PSN profiles it's zero point eight.
0: Yeah, that's super. But, like Bullshit. wild. Yeah,
2: that's crazy, dude.
0: Yeah. I can't believe it. Now on to predator hunting grounds. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm gonna have to take a break from Dead by that Daylight. Game.
1: I know. I'm so excited. Like I can play games that I know I will have fun playing. It's just, ooh it's, it's hard for and me to. And once Fall Guys is man. done too, you'll yeah. be
0: like even more free. You know. Yeah. I know. I'll hop back you know into Sekiro be- or Dark Souls or. Uh fucking Resident Evil or something.
1: Yeah, since you speak of uh Resident Evil, I actually do have that game. Let's go. Um it's you know it, good it, uh, <laughs> for you. <laughs> it is, man. I've been itching to play it, but because of like my new schedule, I prefer to play like these type of games at night, but I can't really stay up too late at night just because I need to get some sleep. Mm-hmm. And, um <clears throat> I'm hoping to play it soon. Uh maybe tonight. We'll we'll see. Cool, uh, I man. may have to just abandon that mentality, like I need to play these games at night, because, you know.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you right now, you still, you'll still be tense if you play it during the day. <laughs> yeah. As long as you've got well, like some sort of good volume turned up or headphones or something, it's the sound design of that game is crazy.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty excited to play it. Yeah. That, that's all I've been playing. It's been a lot. And, uh, yeah, I'll turn it over to one of you guys to inform us what you've been playing. Sweet!
0: Uh, Which one? uh yeah eli we, let's let's go with you dude what you got what you got oh
2: okay yeah yeah <clears throat> well of course we were, i've been playing fall guys i'm stuck grinding those stupid fucking wins dude
0: yep you love it. But, you know it uh
2: i still i hate this game even though it seems like i might be enjoying myself when we play
0: you are uh, enjoying yourself you know you but are
2: i think you guys can vouch that i rage more than i celebrate a victory
0: well, I think they're <laughs> e- they're equal parts. You just happen to have situations come up where you rage, but when you do celebrate it's just as uh emotional as when you rage. Uh, okay. So, okay, whatever you say. Yeah. But I not, just, it sounds I, to me like you're having fun, you know. If a game is I getting just, those reactions from you, it's a good game.
2: I just don't really like games with the randomness like this.
0: Right, right.
2: I don't I don't like not being able to control it. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't like Rumble and Rocket League. I spend a lot of time learning a game sense, like the game sense in Rocket League, and it's just useless in that game mode.
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: So in like Fall Guys, as as good as I am at slime climb, if my jumbly jiggly jelly bean decides to just roll off the map, like I'm raging, and Mm. and that's that. Cover your ears.
0: I get you. I totally get you. It's very frustrating. (laughs)
2: Yeah, and and I do want to give it a little bit of credit here because, like I've said before, I appreciate like different creative games, and I find that like the most amusing thing about games, yeah, is like new fun things that's not like everything else because that's that's kind of what it's about is having new, interesting, fun experiences. Absolutely.
0: And if I'm just playing an
2: FPS over and over again, it's the fucking it's the same thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is definitely a creative game. Uh, but yeah, it's just. Too rage-inducing for me, and it lacks that satisfying skill curve. But that's that's enough about Fall Guys.
0: Cool, cool. Yeah, enough. Cool, cool. Um,
2: and I did get the 100% completion on uh, Bright Memory. Yeah, i, I saw that. The, Congrats! Uh, yeah, I had some of the glitch achievements on Steam uh, that I talked about in the last episode. So I had to do a total of five playthroughs, even though the trophy is only for three, and. And three is the limit for new game plus before it resets uh the upgrades that you earned in the previous playthroughs. But the enemies didn't seem to get any harder, so I wouldn't I don't know if I'd technically call it a new game plus. Okay. okay. But yeah, it it continues over. Your upgrades continue over. Um But I'm I, I am looking forward to the infinite version uh, to come out. And if the achievement list is anything like this list, it would, you know, it would definitely be something I would go for. Uh I guess depending on the playthroughs, of course, because I think it's safe to assume that Infinite will have infinitely more content than the early access version.
0: See what you did there. Um,
2: yeah, you like that? Yep. So, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. And I, I don't know, I'm know i not the recommending type, but I would recommend this for any FPS fan, for sure. Like, it's pretty... Colin, you should probably just get it on your PC.
0: Yeah, on PC, for sure.
2: I guess it's pretty good.
0: Yeah, it's it, but, look, it looks cool <clears throat> when I saw you streaming it a bit. It looked cool
2: yeah with that finished me and uh luke Hobb finished outriders
0: oh wow congrats you finished you, like, yeah i didn't realize it was damn you guys were jamming on that
2: the campaign that is right right yeah <laughs> it's not that i don't think the campaign was super long uh i could write a check quick i would like to know i wanted to know i forgot to look it up <laughs> um let me see here see, i'm go going to long? that exo phase real quick okay And I have 21 hours. So about 20 hours.
0: Yeah, it looks like the average is 15 and a half for the main story.
2: Okay, thanks. That makes me feel great. I'm just saying, (laughs) you guys are exploring a bit. You're taking your time,
0: having conversations. Good.
2: Yeah, yeah. And part of it is probably the fucking dumbass inventory on Xbox One. Uh, It's just, dude, it's so slow. Mm -hmm. It's so slow, dude. Yeah, I've heard as much. Um, But the story. Uh, I think both of our in both of our opinion w- was pretty lackluster because it it got really juicy and uh, like I said it was very lost like where we met another race and found out that there were humans that there were other humans and the ending but the ending was like very anticlimactic and I don't want to spoil it so like I think that that goes far enough and it was
0: okay I mean it, that's it an interesting counterpoint because I've heard from you know not personally but colin moriarty on sacred symbols and he did an interview recently with david jaffe both of them really loved the story in that game
2: yeah i kind of put it with like it was it seemed like some like Yangsty teenager like wrote this story and was just so generic and
0: it doesn't surprise like, me given people can bizarre
2: <laughs> what was their other games
0: i mean Bulletstorm and then gears of war judgment not oh. necessarily known for incredible deep no. storytelling
2: yeah. yeah not like i know like uh what is it bullstorm is known for like like potty humor yeah totally this wasn't like that it was just like it was just so bizarre like they had something really good there there was a like we were like super hyped to get on after this certain point in it uh i guess i kind of already said it but like you found like this other race <laughs> and like it got super cool and like very interesting and then the end was just like what the fuck is this stupid uh, anyways I don't, I don't, i'm done with the story
0: okay okay um
2: but the gameplay <laughs> is still it's still pretty fun and getting the the new weapons that just melt enemies feels really good um the you know another thing that we noticed and slugger confirmed that there seems to be some inconsistencies with like the enemy's balance we didn't move past world tier three which is pretty low and occasionally it felt like like we could have but there were parts that we struggled with like Mm -hmm. mostly really spongy enemies that that fucking heal on you there was this one section that was just there was like these three giant warlords that had like giant health bars and we would get them down halfway and they would heal like three of them that's annoying dude it was fucking bonkers absolutely bonkers and uh slugger confirmed this he got to a higher higher world tier, and he said that he consistently, you know, he consistently went up and made it to to nine. But he always felt like he would get to a part where he had to knock it back. So you, you do get better loot as you go up. Yeah. So that helped him go up, but he still got to the same exact points where there was. Well, I don't know if they're exact same points, but he would get to points just like us that felt like he had to knock it back. We didn't we didn't end up knocking it back because it was we were only on three, but um. I don't know. Yeah, it's I, interesting. You know, I do enjoy the combat, but I was thinking about doing the test on PC um, to see the difference, but there is no cross-save. So I would have to start the campaign all over again. And I would have to buy it again.
0: Oh, that's I, annoying. Uh,
2: I would really love to see the loading, like how the loading and the... Uh,
0: the menuing especially, the, yeah.
2: The cut scenes, if there's all these like door cut scenes and how quick they are and uh yeah and the menu and scrapping and uh and the gunplay just some of the gunplay i think i screwed with some of the settings so maybe i could switch it back but i'm I'm not a fan of the acceleration they have on the aiming i just i just don't like it i, I want to see what what it's like on pc and can, it is on sale
0: off on the console
2: no oh, okay, no weird. you can just turn it up and down it's fucking stupid so uh, i don't know it's on sale on Steam and Epic, and Epic is also doing like a mega sale where they give you a ten dollar coupon for anything over fifteen dollars. So, kind of tempted to. It would be. I think it's forty five. So it would be like thirty five dollars. It's kind of an expensive. It's like, more than you
0: normally pay for stuff. Yeah.
2: I know, but I, I don't know. I
0: mean, if you enjoyed it enough, I I'm say in go for it. a
2: midlife crisis. Yeah, you. and I. The other justification was, like, I got it for free. Well, not free. I'm paying for Game Pass. But, like, I didn't pay People Can Fly for it. So, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. We'll see.
0: Quite the dilemma. Um,
2: yeah, that's that's pretty much where I'm at with uh, what I have been playing. I have some plans on what I will be playing. But uh, we'll get to that for next episode.
0: Okay. All right. I want to hear. I it's, want to hear what you're playing. It's Colin. less than normal, but that's interesting. It's almost like we've inverted it. Like Daryl had like a bunch of different titles, and then yeah. you had less this time. Interesting.
2: I, I've been playing some other stuff. I just
0: okay. We'll save it. We'll save it for next time. Yeah. Um. Let's see. So I got three games listed here: Baldur's Gate, Dark Alliance, with the horrible trophy list. <laughs> it's uh, you know, hack and slash dungeon crawler based on Dungeons and Dragons, and I will talk more about that next time because I'm not done with my first playthrough yet. But my original stance uh, holds, which is it's one of my favorite old school games of this. I mean, it's basically the precursor to Diablo 3 that we got, and it's a ton of fun. I don't understand why they don't have online co-op in 2021 for this game. It's only couch co-op, and the trophies are fucking awful. So that's a bit of a bummer. I mean, I know a few people personally that bought this game thinking we could play together online and then like, oh, wait, we can't. That's kind of a bummer. I'm definitely not going to be going for the 100% in that game, but I am working on my first playthrough, so that's been pretty cool. I'm continuing to play Resident Evil Village, uh, to the surprise of no one. I'm currently at 81%. Let me just quick fact check myself here. I'm working on my hardcore hardcore playthrough. Yeah. Hardcore. Hardcore. Uh, yeah, I'm at 81%. 43 of 50 trophies. And the ones that I need are basically to beat the game on the hardest difficulty, and then some some really miscellaneous crafting trophies that require me to get every crafting recipe from the merchant and craft all the different ammo types, which you cannot do until you've beaten the game on the hardest difficulty. So those will kind of all go together. And then there's this like extra game mode called the mercenaries, which is like a time attack mode. And I need to play more of that. I've probably only put 20 minutes into it, but there is a trophy Mm -hmm. for doing that uh, really well. So I absolutely love the game. I wrote up, Uh, like, 2,500-word sort of, like, reaction to it and put it in the Discord, put it on Reddit, put it in the RE Discord I'm part of as well. And, yeah, I have quite a bit to say about it in terms of story and everything like that, but I don't think this is the platform necessarily to discuss that, especially if Daryl's gonna jump into playing it pretty soon. But I will say, from a trophy perspective, one of the biggest pieces of advice I can give you, Daryl, and to people looking to play the game, your first playthrough or your second... If you want to do your first playthrough as blind, really focus on getting as much of the collectibles and the treasures and the money as you can. You essentially need to have infinite ammo for a particular gun in order to even attempt the hardest difficulty in reality, unless you're like a speedrunner or something. And there is, I've played through the game, this is my fourth playthrough, I still do not have the gun fully upgraded, and you can't get infinite ammo until it's fully upgraded. So you're essentially going to screw yourself over if you dump all of your money and all of your time into other guns that sound cool, <laughs> because like you really, you're really you going to end up having to play through the game multiple times to grind out currency, which is a bit of a bummer. But overall, it's, uh, I think, a fantastic trophy list. It's very similar to the other Resident Evil trophy lists, you know, beat the game without using a certain amount of heals, speedrun the game. Beat the game using close combat weapons only. I got all those done in one playthrough, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I, I think it's awesome. Nine out of ten for me, and uh, an S tier Resident Evil game, which uh, is pretty uh, surprising, I must say. But I really love it. I'll talk a little bit more about the finale of it when I finish it next episode, I'm sure. I'm, my goal is to get it done in May. And uh, actually, I was going to finish my hardcore playthrough last night and i got distracted by this other game i want to chat about real quick which is knockout city so this game has a 10-day free trial going on right now it's through ea actually and velen studios is the name of the developer they've only made one other game which is a mobile game and it was a kart racer so this is their first like foray into console gaming and really like i think a big launch and it's interesting because they have that 10-day trial If you do that version of the game, which is if you go to download it right now, that's the only version you're going to see in the store, I believe, you can't earn trophies on that, which is cool, right? Like, you can try it out and be like, do I like this before I spend money on it and pop trophies on my list if that's what you care about? But I ended up, you know, playing for about an hour and a half last night and being like, you know what? I do like it enough to purchase it. It, of course, tried to get me to purchase it right away and after every single game I played, but I was like, all right, you know, I'm going to give it some time, see how I feel after, like couple matches ended up getting it and then my trophies were glitched for hours last night none of them were popping even for really basic stuff that should have been easy to test and I did test it quite a bit and it there's something weird that goes on there when you get the trial version and then upgrade it like still thinks you have the trial version and mm-hmm. so it locks you out so what I ended up having to do is delete the game reinstall it, and then do this thing that I've never done on PlayStation before, which is to restore your licenses, which is a function you can do in your settings of your system. And it basically checks every single game you have and makes sure that your license for the game is up to date. So I did that, it only took about a minute, and then hopped back on, and then the trophies are starting to pop. So, Mm. really weird. But, uh, yeah, I was like, are you kidding me if they fucking... I I thought for a little while what was going to happen is I wouldn't be able to pop any until the 10-day trial expired. And then it was like, mm-hmm. oh, you have the normal version. But of course, at that <laughs> point, you and this is what we were saying earlier: you sh- you want to play multiplayer games right when they come out. You're learning it along with everybody else. You have the best chance of earning some of the more difficult in-game trophies, uh, you know, for specific actions. Because when everyone's learning it, it's not so difficult. For example, there's a trophy to get a 10 kill streak without ki- without dying, which you know kill once- streak. Yeah, or knockout. Throw streak.
2: balls at fucking yes. other players.
0: Right. So you it's a dodgeball game where you have like various spins kill and double free. jumps and gliding functionality and like there's a whole lot of movement tech in the game. You can do different types of throws. You can catch it when someone throws it at you, but you only have two hit points and you don't heal. So if you get hit once, you know, great, and then you get hit again, you're knocked out. So mm. you need to kill or knock out ten opponents without getting knocked out yourself, which is pretty difficult to do and slugger ended up getting it last night right because it's like launch day of the game and so if you are able one of those people that picks games up pretty quickly like you're going to succeed at this at least for the first few weeks while it's out so i i think it's pretty cool it's got the same sort of system as fall guys where it's a built-in battle pass that you don't pay for you just upgrade and you get cosmetic stuff that way and there's a ranked system just like there is you know in a lot of these games that come out and uh did definitely make me think of you know are they going to try to do an esports scene here is there going to be like a, a ranked ladder turns out that there is going to be a ranked ladder so eli you might be intrigued by that <laughs> um but the <laughs> well, the vibe of the game is really like 90s graffiti culture jet set radio future if you guys know what that is it's like super funky it, the game is rated Fortnite. Be, yeah like Fortnite in terms of the in-game graphics but like the artwork that you see in the menus and stuff like that is very mm-hmm. like like tagging like graffiti so, yeah, um, I think it's pretty fun. Like, I ended up playing for like two and a half hours last night, and really enjoyed my time with it. You're talking about like creative games, Eli. This is I've never played a game like this before.
2: so Yeah, okay. I was trying to play. It. I got on it, and right. uh, you guys left me, so I quit. <laughs> it was
0: it was weird. It like kicked you because you were on p. It's launch day of the game, multiplayer only game from a newer studio understandably so i don't think it's right but understandably so they're gonna have some glitches and some issues so the crossplay Man, stuff seems whatever. a little weird right now um whatever the other thing that's a little bit of a bummer is it's only three person like you know per team so you can't play with like as big of a group necessarily we can uh, play the
2: custom 3v3 2v2 1v1 correct so you could have a group of like yeah, two yeah. four or six
0: correct correct yeah, you can do custom games. I'm not quite sure because the game is so new. I couldn't even find a trophy list in full of it last night to like look at ahead of time. I'm not sure if you can earn the trophies in the uh, custom games or not. So that remains to be seen. Um, but yeah, I did get a few trophies for it last night. It looks pretty grindy overall. And just playing the game, you'll get most of them. There are a few specific combat ones that are... You have to really be on the lookout for... Again, that scored 10 KOs without being KO'd. um, One, I think, is a good one to get right now. You gotta, like, really level up. You gotta get to level 100. Earn a shit ton of XP. uh, Win games while you're in a party or in a crew. So, yeah, I'll, I'll keep you guys updated on it. I think it's worth checking out in the free trial version for people. Because, again, you're not gonna get a random trophy on your list and be like, What the fuck? So... Check it out, see if you like it. If you do like it, the full game is $20, which seems pretty reasonable and uh there's a lot of content in there already. So, yeah. That's really what I have been uh playing.
1: That sounds like a really cool game to play with friends and kind of have like uh like a competition with your buddies.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. I thought it was going to be
0: Well, we can try <laughs> I'm a little salty yeah a little salty we, we can and try then nobody again.
2: nobody responded to me it was just like okay well
0: <laughs> well and it was
2: yeah. we're throwing balls over here i don't even text back
0: yeah it, it's it's very satisfying to play there's like a certain type of throw you can do where the ball will like go around a corner like in want or uh wanted where he curves a bullet and you can hit people behind walls and stuff like that there's like special dodgeballs you can find that have different like abilities that you can use and I don't. It's uh. It's cool. It seems like a game, and this is why I'm like there might be an esports scene eventually. It's one of those games that has a very low barrier to entry. It's easy to learn, but very hard to be good at. And so that that's the perfect combination for for one of those things to to pop up. So if they get their their ranked system and their ladder system correct, you might end up seeing some esports for Knockout City. I'm just calling it right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: sure. you guys a play tonight. That way Eli's not playing with his balls by himself
0: exactly i think fall guys won the poll so i will hop on either fall guys or knockout city because skrillis and slugger have already been playing it as well or um if no one wants to play any of that then i'll just play resident evil but i'll be on regardless for community night which you're welcome to join if you're part of the discord community come check us out (laughs) cool cool well i i don't mean to cut us off here but i do have an obligation that i need to get to today i'm doing some wedding planning uh stuff for uh you know my wedding in in about a year's time almost exactly from now a little less than a year away so
1: in a year save the date
0: yeah save the date we're getting everything done now because here's the thing just real quick real real quick right when covid happened a lot of the weddings from 2020 got pushed to 2021 and then when covid Mm. stuff and restrictions didn't really get lifted in earnest yet still then a lot of weddings that were in the first part of 2021 get pushed to 2022 Therefore, if you're having a wedding in 2022, you need to like secure your shit early because the mm-hmm. roll-on effect is that a lot of it's going to be booked. So anyway, gotcha, that's gotcha. what that's what we're doing. Good thinking. Thank you, sir. Smart. But I, I appreciate both of your times today. Do you guys uh, want to plug your socials? Where can people find you at before we sign off?
2: I'm the plug. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I'm the plug for. Uh... Killing Floor Collectibles and guides. So, uh, Daryl, if you need any help, you can, can hit me up on my Instagram, Narchrider13. And I've uh, been doing a little more streaming, trying to get a little more regular with it. So, Narchrider13 and uh, Twitch, whatever it is. Yeah, you know where Twitch is. You know what it is. You know where to find me. It's 13 <laughs> Catch me catch me in the knockout
0: cock. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl, what about you? Where can people find you at?
1: Uh, You can find me at the Tall Samoan Guy. I've taken a break from streaming just to do some other things, but I'm hoping in the near future I can go back. So when I do, hopefully I'll see you around. Again, you can find me on Twitch at the Tall Samoan Guy.
0: Very nice. And you can find uh, me on my old YouTube channel at CK Present, but CK Present on everything as far as gaming platforms go. But the best place to find all of us is, of course, on the Discord. So go and check that out. Thank you very much again to our Patreon supporters, to our listeners. We really appreciate it. Hope you guys have enjoyed episode 33 of the Trophy Talk podcast. We'll see you again in a few weeks' time. Take care. Goodbye!